bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about reality TV. And here we are, Meow Meow, the second week in our new <laughs> podcast studio slash drug den. Mm-hmm. The drugs have already been done. Podcasts have already been done. You know what hasn't been done? Moving in. <laughs> we haven't moved well. anything in. Well, I wouldn't say anything. There's a lot moved in. It's just um, disorganized. Well, the only thing that's really kind of moved in in this room is in our podcast studio slash drug den is our drug den bulletin board. That is in. Which is up on the wall. It is already big. It has room for four more additions. Yes. Right. Two on each side. It's going to be epic. Yes. It's going to be iconic. It's mm-hmm. going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really happy that at least that fucking thing, because that ain't no joke. Uh, I mean, that is very large. Yeah. And we had to move it over with the photos on it. Mm-hmm. So none of them fell off. It was a delicate process. Um, it was moved gingerly into the back of your car mm-hmm. so that I didn't ruin it and just moved with ever so much love. Because it's all pieces. It's all yeah. bulletin boards put together like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then they had to be rearranged. So we're kind of rearranging photos, which is nice because I'm seeing new people's photos. Like, for example, Allie and Mike, they were always like in the top left. But now they're like they're like down here and I can see them clearly. And I'm like, I like to see Allie McHaley. <laughs> I love her. She made this fucking tissue thing. Oh, I we, see her. We, I feel like we see her every day because this tissue thing has become like a member of the family. But there's so many people I see like in the like in what's the show? Romper Room. Romper Room. And hello to Tom Christofferson. Hello, Michelle Lundquist. Lisa Natalie. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> we're at the top too. Baby Edison Kirshner. How are you? Oh my God, Edison! I know. I think I, we might have gotten an. Uh, do we get an updated photo of Edison? I think we did. Emma, Teddy, Rodeo, and Cooper looking like models. The Candy family. Oh, there's Matt, Davy, and Ray. There's Natalie Stout. There's so many people around. Anyway, well, if you're one of our 14 listeners and you still haven't sent us your picture yet. Go to our website, julianbrandy.com, and our mailbox address is listed on every page. Once you have it, you can go to any postcard website and upload your photo, and they'll mail it to us with a message from you, which we will read on this podcast, and then we will add your photo to the rest of our 14 listeners and all of our DGP babies on our Drug Den Bulletin Board. That's right. Just like this one, Memo, that we got mm. from Britt Savage. Hello, Britt. We see you in the mirror on Romper Room. <laughs> we... 
know and love Brit um, because she submitted a song for Patreon Idol. Yes. And she was so fucking good um, that she revealed that she won Star Search the year that Britney Spears was on it. Of course, they competed in different categories. Britney Spears was in like the child category and Brit was in the adult, although she was she was a young adult at yes. that time. Mm-hmm. She got first place, though. She won that motherfucking year. And now we finally have her picture for the Drug Den Bulletin Board. She's going to be a wonderful addition. Who else can say that they have a winner of Star Search on their bulletin board? I know. That's it's... like that's like television legendary history. It is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker met Ed McMahon. I mean, that's... And it's day. It's like winning American Idol, it's The insane. Voice, insane. any of those things. Absolutely like, crazy. It's a talent competition, and the motherfucker mm-hmm. won it for singing. Like, yep. okay? And she participated in our bootleg, tragic Patreon Idol, which just so happened to be one of our greatest accomplishments, <laughs> and we didn't yep. sing shit on it. Greatest accomplishments. Like, well, how many episodes of Patreon Idol? I think it was six? five or six. Okay. It would have been six. Oh, memories already. It's so how weird is that? It's already in the past. Well, Britt says, Hi, Julie and Brandy. Thank you for playing my song, I'm Coming Out for Christmas, on Patreon Idol. Wishing you lots of fun adventures and continued success. Hope to see you guys when you get to Nashville. Take care, Britt Savage. We will be looking you up when we're in Nashville, Britt, because we fucking love Nashville. And we will absolutely be going back very soon. Uh, and Lauren in LA sent us a huge box of treats and she made us brownie cookies okay we never knew how much we loved brookies until lauren sent them to us in the pandemic we love brookies and we fucking love lauren (laughs) she is hands down one of our favorite listeners and she is someone we would absolutely be friends with in real life she's on the level in every way she's hilarious and smart and down and open-minded and evolved and just cool as fucking fuck she wrote us a long letter that is so funny and touching but we are not going to read it because she's a pretty private person and she has a high-level job, by the way. <laughs> honk, honk. Back the car up, Greg. Uh, but with that said, we are keeping her letter for use in an emergency because she went into specific detail about how um, our take on the Will Smith Chris Rock slap was one of the best ones she heard. And she's black. So, yeah. So if you're curious what our take is, you can find it on our Patreon podcast. We only talked about it one time in depth. So you can only find it on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. But what's great about our Patreon podcast, if you join, <laughs> you'll immediately get access to all of our old episodes, including the one about Chris Rock and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. There's a link to a free episode in the description of this podcast if you want to check it out. But can I just say um, to Lauren, if she's listening, she was bummed that she got behind on listening. So she didn't hear the Chris Rock slap episode until like four or five months after it happened. Right. Um, but what was great about her letter was that in June, before we left for Paris, Will Smith, like, officially apologized. And we were asked about it on someone else's show. But it was way after. You know what I mean? It was in June. The Oscars were in, like, fucking March or whatever. So it was like we were re-asked about it when Will Smith apologized. And we were on someone else's podcast. And we kind of just, like, well, first of all, I was drunk, per usual, And then we were both half-past give a shit about the whole fucking episode and the whole thing. You know what I mean? It was months gone. Yeah. We were over it. So we kind of just, like, spoke like we were just very casual and very cavalier and we didn't choose our words carefully, which we were so careful not to do in the beginning. But you know what? Again, like Lauren said, we weren't wrong. And of course, <laughs> here comes all the white saviors in the comment section on Instagram trying to drag us and talk shit about what we said 
like very briefly on this other podcast. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't even it wasn't any of our it wasn't our Patreon. It wasn't um, the regular weed. It was like someone else's show. And they were all just like, oh, their take. Just what the fuck? Like, I usually like them. But God, we don't usually we don't read comments on other people's shit. And it's like so we never even saw that they were doing that until we got back from Paris. So then it was already months you know what I mean? We did COVID. Mm-hmm. We got sick. So mm-hmm. it was like a random day that was just like, oh, wow, we were getting actually dragged and we didn't even know. And then right in the mail comes Lauren's letter right. saying like how, she, I mean, in detail, how she thought it was great what we had to say on our Patreon about the slap. And I just want to say, Lauren, you were all in your feelings because you thought you because you weren't listening and you were late. But really, it was right on fucking time because the universe like I mean, honestly, it was like a gift from God. We were like bummed out and we read it. It was like, oh, my God, that's so great. And like meant so much, mm-hmm. like especially because it was coming from her. Yeah, we like love, love, love her. So fuck those tools on Instagram. Fuck those tools on Instagram. And not only did she send us the nicest letter, she made the brownie cookies and sent us a ton of other specialty stuff, too. And I just want to say one more thing about sort of like that's another good thing about the patreon and and some people might be like oh i don't have time to listen every week or they'll be like oh i i get busy or i travel but what i think is cool about particularly ours and and probably other people's too but ours is like they're evergreen episodes so they're not they can live at any time they're not usually besides the chris rock you know will smith slap but even then there's never a bad time to go listen to that right it's like you know hearing Mm -hmm. about like princess diana or something you know what i mean but it's kind of like you can fall off for a month and then you can spend a week catching up or even two days just in a hole you might be doing a road trip you might be cleaning your house and you're like oh you know what let me put on one julian brandy patreon and then you'll be like nope i want to listen to five more (laughs) and you'll just clean your whole house and then you let them stack up so it's not something that you you can binge it it's not something you need to listen to week to week there's rarely anything happens in our life that you're going to miss out on lauren even mentioned in her letter she mentioned being like sad she literally said the words i was i'm so bummed like i feel bad that i wasn't there for you guys when you didn't get the job or with peewee and i'm like that is so fucking sweet like (laughs) like she said she was going through her own shit and yet she felt bad that she wasn't around Mm -hmm. or she wasn't listening when we lost our big job and with peewee and it's like no i mean we don't that's that's fine we're happy for you to hear about how we lost a job three months after we lost it i mean it's all the same to us we're still thinking about it incessantly and bitching about it so that's what's cool i think think of it more like you're gonna binge a netflix show and get something done or just check out for a day listen to it when you're hungover and whatever you don't have to hear it every week and have it be like a job that's why i hate subscribing to like vogue because i'll be like it comes to the house or vanity fair and they just stack up because i don't have time to read them cover to cover and then i throw them away Mm -hmm. this doesn't have to be like that like it's not that deep you can just fucking like pop it on half listen to Mm -hmm. half of it listen to the other half a year from now Mm -hmm. just as long as you stay subscribed (laughs) you know exactly type of energy Uh and by the way um jim w who is our one of our, I mean, we have Tom and we have Jim. Jim is one of our esteemed Patreon artists. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. sent us a huge print of one of his paintings. Huge. With a frame. With a frame. Do you think J- Jim sent that here, that we'd have it for our new big, huge? Because oh. Jim, it's going immediately up in our new extra large drug den. You know what? That must be it. Yeah. That must be it. It's a huge, huge box. The yep. huge piece of art. Yep. And we're like, fuck, yeah. We have this huge room. 
I mean, pretty soon it's like, sorry, I'm, we're like going to be a museum. DGP babies. It's going to be like, it's going to be everything. There's babies. There's, there's relationships. There's art. You know what I mean? There's music. It's all from the listeners. It really is. And except for Johnny Depp, the life-size Johnny Depp, Jack Sparrow <sighs> yes. from Pirates, which um, is from Johnny McGovern. Still here, Johnny. <laughs> oh, I already sent him a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> it's behind the bongos, which is perfect, and Julie's um, keyboard piano. So um, he's living. We, we, didn't, we don't want to do one drug without Jack Sparrow. No. And so far, we haven't. Okay, now it's time for Ryan's Recaps. Ryan, no denying. Strong and striving to be the best. Ryan keeps applying. Keeps on trying to meet the test. There's a little guy I know. And I'm proud to call him bro He's ready to compete And he's very hard to beat Never want to quit and run Works hard until the work's all done It's a little guy I know And I'm proud to call him bro Okay, this is our segment called Ryan's Recaps, where we get reality podcast star Ryan Bailey to recap boring political hearings or speeches like he's recapping a fight between Lisa Rinna and Kathy Hilton. Ryan is the host of our favorite reality roundup podcast, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. If you haven't gotten in, get ready to get your life because we are obsessed. He's funny and smart. And the takes are deep, honey. Deep takes, honey. Deep takes. That's right. And today we're going to get his take, his deep take on all things January 6th. And hopefully he will recap what's happened with the investigation so far, because God knows we have not been paying attention. So without further ado, it's time for another Ryan's Recaps with Ryan Bailey. Hey, what, Ryan. Up? what up, dumb gay politics nation? What's up? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're, right. we're, let's have some fun with January 6th. They're 14 deep, this nation. You know what I mean? 14 <laughs> listeners holding yeah. strong. Yeah. Holding strong. Hold, we can't wait, say, to... wait, wait, say, wait, say, wait. Stand back and stay ready, 14 strong. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Stand down no matter, and stay ready. Yes. Stand down and say, hey, listen, we've got 14, and no matter what we do, it's just 14. Yeah. Come on. And we're going to keep them all and keep them strong. <laughs> Who do you say that to? Like the fucking Oath Keepers or the Proud Boys? It was, like it was proud about boys. Proud Boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, proud boys. And, which, by the way, play a huge part in the January 6th hearings. That and the Oath Keepers and all of those exciting little fringe communities that have been like exploded into our pop culture now for the last four years. Mm. Are those motorcycle gangs, incidentally, don't the Oath Keepers sound like a motorcycle, a, a club they like to be called? Or are they just groups of white supremacists that hang out in rooms? <laughs> I'm sure they. some of them do own motorcycles, but they are just a group. I mean, they, they're like white supremacists that follow a certain ideological way of okay. living. Uh, so but they're not, not giving like us the sons of anarchy. Yeah, they're not a sons yeah, there's not of hell's anarchy. angels or okay. anything like that. <laughs> That's yeah. what they seem like. To they're me. not hot. Okay. Well, all right. Then good. So Ryan, tell us what's going on. Like why, first of all, is this still going on? Because if this was a Lifetime movie we done would have figured out who did it and why and we'd be out of here. 
We, I mean, so what's going on is that uh, if you, like, this wasn't supposed to be seasons of the January 6th. I mean, like, <laughs> we're now getting multiple seasons where, you know, you, they don't get it. Like, people don't keep up in the way that they have remembered what has come before months before. It was supposed to be like a week and a half ago that we were going to pick back up, but then Hurricane Ian, I think, happened. Mm -hmm. And so they had to reschedule it. So October 13th is going to be the next public hearing. And it's going to be the finale. And I'm like, oh. you guys have learned nothing from Bravo. You've got to like ramp it up and then get to the finale. Mm -hmm. Like they've let so much time pass that whatever is about to come out, which they say, you know, they're not going to have any, um, they're not going to have any uh, speakers or get there, but they're going to kind of have new information, but they will not have special guest speakers or anything like that. And I'm like, you blew it. I feel like you, I, it's so frustrating because there is so like, this is, there's it's no doubt now. this happened. There's no doubt this happened. There's no doubt this was actually, and like, listen, I hated when January 6th happened, but I didn't, I still didn't believe it was as orchestrated as it's turned out to be. This committee for all its horrible, like timing in terms of television and, and giving us the message, they've got 100% absolute proof that there is coordination between Donald Trump's White House, Senate members, the people in the audience, the people in the January 6th out there in, mm -hmm. in the, the, the revolution happening out there, mm -hmm. this is proven and we can't get anybody to really listen to it. Like it's, it's like the people that like, uh, last week, uh, tonight with John Oliver, it's like, I love it, you know, but he's not getting any new viewers. It's like, you know, people like me watching it going, yeah, like, our yes, like, you know, we, we need to convert people. We need to reach across, like going like, yo, I, you can still be hateful Republicans, but you need yeah. to realize what happened. And, you know, our democracy, and I know this sounds so like intense, but like our democracy is not promised to us. It can go away. Things can be, you know, things can be broken very easily. And I think we've seen that in the last four years. So it's just really sad to me because I feel like it was just such a missed opportunity of like, get your ducks in a row and we're coming up on midterms. And why, yeah, why did we take a break from July to October? And then Ian had to go join the Proud Boys and oh, yeah. make us Tr wait Trump another was week. Like, uh, God loves me. Uh, you know, like Ian, uh, thank you. Um, What's with the delay? Like they had to go on recess. I, I had don't to go it. interview more people. Ugh, they fucking... say that they say that. But then at the same time, like it is also kind of coincides with the actual break of government as well so it's like right. your summer vacay yeah and that's i'm like if you're going to do public service realize that you are signing yourself up for first off you're obviously going to be taken care of money wise some weird way that you'll be a millionaire but then yeah. like you better fucking work like you better like you better uh not do vacays with the family when the government is about to collapse you better yeah. stay there <clears throat> and figure it out and liz cheney needed to go to do her midterms to not get voted in but then go make all the rounds and make sure that everyone knew she was going to be fighting for America with all of her conservative fucking values because she's some sort of fucking hero. And then, you know, get that going and make sure we all were on board for that, which here I can say here we're, we're not. But <laughs> she did go need to do that and hit every major news outlet. And then she'll come back to that hearing and be a even bigger fucking hero, apparently. And that bugs me personally. I want to know, what do you think, like, we're very jaded. We're very cynical from the get. I wasn't really that into the hearings because I was just like, nothing's going to happen to Trump. Nothing's going to happen to anyone. But the fact that from January 6th 
2021? Is that when that was? 2020. Yeah, 2020. I'm sorry, no, sorry, 2021. 2020, 2020, That's right. Yeah, so That's we're right, basically on to be two years. Yeah. Maybe not January 6th, we didn't know, but within a few months, we knew that that house members had given walks and tours and it's, and we're just waiting like this. Who was it? We've been waiting for almost two years now to find one name of one person who gave the tour and we still don't know. And we believe, cause of course, I, like I said, we're cynical. It's like, they know who it is and they're not. Fucking yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You know, they know, they like, you to. know, they know. And they're like, and, and that's the hard thing about like government or law or anything is that they're like, nowadays it's like, you have to have everything perfect and reveal at the right time, or they can get sued by Marjorie Taylor green. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know, and that, that's, what's the, so sad is that they're, but I feel like they've missed their moment. And that is, you know, unfortunately in our culture now, that is, you know, our greatest export is our, TV and our film and our music now as America. That's our it greatest to export, be. I believe. You know, and it's then, even failing now. Like, yeah, but they they screw like they couldn't even get somebody on board to do this the right way. Like, even when they did good in certain uh, of the past January six hearings, it would just be the news cycle moves so fast that you wouldn't hold on and remember. It's like you literally have to shake people and go, guys, this has actually happened. This is. I, I just think there's too much happening where we don't. Um, we like, don't believe actual reality anymore. Yeah. Well, I do we have don't. to say, I don't think that that uh, even with Liz Cheney and the Republicans involved with the hearings, it's like, for whatever reason, Democrats particularly, they never are forthright with their language. Like, I want somebody to go on and just be like, here are the crimes. Here they are. Here's the where it's not just it's not just how it played out or whatever. I feel like there's a lot of talking around rather than just talk about housewives just straight up fucking in your face well full. i mean the republicans that's what they do well they have pit bulls they have jim jordan they have matt yeah. gates they have marjorie taylor green they have lauren boby or Bo boba exactly yeah you have all those where is all like listen be obnoxious yeah that's what it's going to take we yep. need somebody to be obnoxious yeah like because that marjorie taylor green dumb as a rock but she will shout loud. She will shout mm -hmm. you down. She will push you. She'll bite your ear off. Like yep. you can't, and like dumb as a rock though. Like, like, and, and, She'll and say by the, the way, stupidest shit. Yep. Yep. She stupid is the shit. real deal. She's the you're right. Like, she believes this bullshit that she's, <laughs> she does. Like, she does. And you're absolutely right. For every Matt Gates, there should be one on our side. Jim Jordan, one on our side, like topping, topping, topping. We have no tops. And that's a side, a side, a side <laughs> note is when, and this was like, you know, the midterms are coming up and there's this whole fucking conversation and narrative about like, you know, what, where, I don't know if it was, well, I don't think it was Georgia. We put a lot of money, the, the, the DNC um, or the, you know, the Democratic Party put in a ton of money to, to push tragic, shitty, far right, horrible candidates to go in the, in the primaries against better right candidates. We put Democrat money. Yeah. And all the news people and all Andrea Mitchell and everyone's all their fucking altruistic thing. And they're like, you know, we need to be doing it things right and being on the right side of good. Right. And it's like, no, we need to play the fucking game. Yeah. Right. It's I, right. mean, like, like, get, I mean, get in the game because the game's about to be over. Like, and that's the, the sad thing with all of this. Trump still has a really good chance. Like if he decided to run, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like that's what we've decided that yeah. we like, you know, that or, or him or the, the shithead from Florida, DeSantis, DeSantis. Like we, you know, that's what 
that's what we've been pushed through us, you know, like, and even in like, you know, you have the Kanye's yelling, you have the Trump, you have, they're, they're all the same type. It's all the same type of person. And it, it really is frustrating. Cause I'm, I'm like, we think about all the money that we've spent on January 6th that could mm -hmm. have been going to after school programs, the arts, like things that we <laughs> like are kind of like inspire kids and teach kids things. And this is all gone because of this one fucking bloated orange man that can't, that never has told the truth ever in his life. It's documented from his days, even as a young child. Like this is, there's no secrets here. By some yep. magical power, he is just, no, there's all these facts and nobody ever. Well, you'd think attention. that the, even January 6th in these hearings and the, in, the erection or whatever, the insurrection <laughs> and the whole thing would have rooted out or revealed or exploited the truth about Republicans in general, um, you yeah. know, that it would be people who are Republicans who think they're fighting some good fight would see even with abortion, it's a sham that your Christian values aren't real. We are, it's being revealed. All of it's being revealed. Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, white supremacists, everything from critical race theory, every single thing, a fraudulent election, but still we have Republicans holding on. I don't know if you've thought if this is a thing that goes through your head. This will fucking uh, uh, keep me up at night. That you can't. It's it's it's. What is it? We are split down the middle in this country, and you can say that it's Marjorie Taylor Greene, and it's a minority of people who are yelling loudly. But I truly do believe it's half the country because it isn't just them. It's also Republicans hanging on to being Republicans, who are greedy and self-centered, and will accept a Donald Trump or someone like or a Herschel Walker, or Herschel Walker, oh who's a liar, because they want to hold on to their power and to this idea of their, I guess, whiteness and their manness that they can't let go of. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I'm, I'm like, at a I loss. I'm at a loss. It, it really is shocking. And it's so sad. And like, you can call me a bleeding art liberal or whatever, but like, even at that, you're telling me you watch Herschel Walker talk and you say yes. this man should be in government. And that's what's sad because eventually we are going to get to a place where I can run for office. I'm a shithead. Like I could run for <laughs> office eventually because anybody can do it now. It well, truly is a, an achievable goal. What I think happened is like kind of like, you know, when you go and people be someone young goes to prison and they be, they then go they go to like the college of of crime because they, they go and they hang out with other prisoners and they learn that's the school they go to. So then when they get out of prison, they they can go and they have all these contacts and that becomes their currency yeah. and their job. I feel like Trump, it had already, the corruption was there, it was happening, you know, and they, and you can, the difference between Ted Cruz pre-Trump and Ted Cruz post-Trump, it's like Trump really wrote the book for like how to make money on this. And, and they're all yeah. so fucking here for it even yeah, all the yeah, QAnon yeah, people yeah. they love giving their social security checks and their disability checks for a wall and, and it's become just it's just a i mean uh, mike know. lindell is still making money i mean like yeah. i mean it's it's oh i mean not not a lot but like that guy i mean the, the the sad thing is that it's highlighted such fringe communities that will really scare the crap out of you. Like the, you know, if you really read the, you know, what QAnon believes, what the Oath Keepers believe, like that's the shit you're like, oh my God, that, that actually does keep me up at night. I'm like, wait, yeah. that's what, that's what you believe. 
And that's the thing is that like, and I try to be like, well, okay, Republicans, you know, I don't mind if they take money from this and this, but I'm just really scared <laughs> that they think eating babies is a thing. And like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I would almost rather the old Republican kind of guard and, and this well, new yeah. crazy Republic. It's weird because it's like making me make sacrifices, my own personal beliefs, just to get back on course of some Exactly. That is a great point. And that's what I was trying to even get to mm. earlier, which is, which is, it's so insane that it makes Republicans of the past look good, quote unquote. We miss George W. Bush. They're not that bad. Yeah, They're yeah. fine. But at the end of the day, they are that bad. They are that bad. And that's the thing. And no one can 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 reconcile because Mar the Marjorie Taylor Greens are so horrendous and so disgusting and so terrible. But at the same time, the policies of Republicans are fucking horrendous. And yeah, they I mean, are it's... greedy and selfish and terrible and awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't sorry. care about budgets. I don't care about like, listen, we're not going to have ever a balanced budget. Never. Spend. Never. Money is fake. Like, don't Money, talk like, about I mean, the like, deficit. Like, yeah, like, like, stop. Yeah. Right. You know, because, exactly. it's, it's, you know, they, <laughs> Republicans seem to worry about personal wealth. And by the way, so do Democrats. Everybody but, does. Every, that's you know, right. but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just crazy for a government job that doesn't pay that well. They all wind up millionaires. They all yep. wind up making yeah. money off of all of and this is Democrats yes. and Republicans. Everybody. And it's just, it's like nobody is altruistic. I mean, like, I, I think that at some point, like they do some good things, but at the same like like everybody, just, like everybody, we all do our best. But at the end of the day, I have bills to pay or I have kids or I have pets or I have a house. I have rent. I'm trying to take care of my life. And we're all just trying to do that. And if you get into politics and you're Joe Biden or Hunter Biden and you become a fucking crack addict and you fucking yeah. making your dick into a gun. OK, go ahead. You maybe that's true, but you aren't. We're just trying to be on the side that's less bad. Yeah, I want to be on the side we're that's all less bad. I want to be on the side that that doesn't try and take rights away from people. I would rather be on that side. And by the way, like they don't like it's like it's funny when it's like, well, guys, now actually rights are being taken away. Like there's no yeah. if and and when. Like we are there right now. Like we are there right, right now. now. And right like now. that's what I'm like. We've slowly watched this, and it's like you keep it's like watching a car go over a cliff, and it's like really slow. Like, will it go over a cliff? Well, it's yeah. hanging over. Will it go over? And it's like it's gone over. Um yeah. Also, I wanted to bring this up with you guys, too, because you had mentioned that uh, there was a 60 Minutes piece a couple of weeks ago that I found interesting that uh, about the January 6th committee with uh, there was a senior technical advisor, this Denver Riggleman, who mm -hmm. used to be an intelligence offer, <laughs> officer and a former Republican mm -hmm. congressman. And a porn and star. Was, yeah, <laughs> a very <laughs> amazing name, first off. like. Mm -hmm. And he was part of like getting the information about coordinating cell phones, like cell phone records. And it was, I mean, first off, it was fascinating just because they, uh, he has a new book called the breach. I would, I wish, I wish he didn't have a new book, you know, like I wish he just gave us this information without having to sell a book. Like that's always disappoints yeah. me, but what they, they've proven with this, like this is undeniable once again, that there was a call and calls from the white house to somebody that was in the January 6th riots. Like there was during like, the, no, during the riot, multiple. during the actual, there's no dispute. They no say, dispute. and I know they know who the person is that answered or that, that was communicating in the riots, but they don't know who it was in the white house. They do know it was from the white house though. Mm -hmm. And there is this information and it was really kind of fascinating because they said, okay, we were able to like, this is Trump's family. This is Trump. 
these are the rioters, these are the Proud Boys, these are Oath Keepers. And it kind of created this weird graph, I think they called the beast or something. The monster. It, the monster, yeah. And I was yeah. like, this is wild. Cause I was like, this is something you see in a horror film, you know, of like some kid drawing. It's like, what's that? It's the beast. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and, and so like you really, this is another proof of like, guys, this was coordinated. And that was the whole point of this 60 minutes piece to say, this was so highly coordinated. Um, but these guys are doofuses, so they didn't pull it off. But I mean, it was I, coordinated. I, I want to urge people, even if you you should go to uh, you can go to 60 minutes overtime dot com. Like I watched the interview you said to watch it. And I'm like to Julie, I'm like, well, Ryan like does like a housewives podcast. Maybe we should start watching 60 minutes as we do. <laughs> we don't even watch that. But um, so I watched it. It was so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. And. Then I watched all the overtime clips, which were even better. So Julie was like majorly turned off to old Riggle's dick or whatever. But but I want to say well, that that he he with all this information that 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 you had recommended from him, that was all fascinating. In addition, he was talking about reading the through the texts and the like, let's say from Clarence Thomas's wife or just and yeah, all. Hey, Jenny, people. if you're listening, shout out to Jenny Thomas. It's mm. like he said he, more than anything, he was he was a Republican before he's a libertarian now, whatever. He said more than anything, he was floored and horrified and suicidal by, by how massively, unbelievably, breathtakingly moronic these fucking people are. And they're they're texting a Sup Supreme Court justice's wife is texting during when Trump is president, that Biden and his whole family are going to be taken to a boat off of Guantanamo Bay and detained and kept in government jail because they're all criminals. And she's like, yay, or whatever. And it's like, and, and this guy is sitting there candidly saying, I have never heard anything so stupid. And it was nonstop pages and oh. pages of the stupidest, most idiotic. And you guys know that's cult behavior. That is literally cult. And they keep pushing the date back. You know what? It's actually Biden's actually next month. Yeah, the Guantanamo right. Bay thing is right. happening. And that's the sad thing. Cause they were showing these, you had the Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. It was like, God was, God is on our side. And like, <laughs> you had all of these things and you know, Donald Trump Jr. is like dick pics, you know, he's just sending dick, dick pics during the, the riots. You oh, know, he's like, just like, yeah. The thing is, I, mean, I think oh, the sad yeah. thing is 80, I mean, probably 80% of those people on those texts desperately believe everything. Yeah, and the one guy Trump knows it's bullshit. He's the one that knows it's all bullshit. I don't yep. think he, I think he knows within a shadow of a doubt that this didn't happen. Like, I don't know spent all this money. Like he's as dumb as them sometimes when I read, they read his texts and he's like, what about Chinese voter fucking? Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what whatever the, the, the uh, machines. Malware, malware. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I, I sometimes I see the texts and I think, or the emails, I'm like, yeah, I mean, does he, he, he's so narcissistic that he, he does think there's no possible way in the world that he didn't win. Yeah. But see, this is what that, and this is why it's so weird that politics have now intersected with pop culture for me. Cause then I was like, last night when I finished things, I, I wound down the evening with watching Kanye West on Tucker Carlson. And I was like, I've never watched Tucker Carlson before. This guy is a fucking idiot. Like Tucker Carlson's face is like, like the whole time. <laughs> like, that's very interesting, Kanye. And like, 
Kanye is so Trump to me, like so the way they talk and maneuver and the way they jump around points, it is so interesting. But it, it reminds I'm like, wow, this is Fox News, which just shows how reputable they are as a news source. But this is pop culture now. Politics is yep. pop culture. And it's the same thing with true crime, too, which is horrifying. Like true crime now is pop culture. Like we think mm-hmm. like all of this is a show. Mm-hmm. And it's really frustrating because you forget that real lives hang in the balance or yep. yeah. women's uh, hangs in the balance. Yep. These things are actual real issues that aren't just fun to watch. And it's like, oh, it's so funny when they say something crazy. Like I love when Trump says crazy shit like the first year. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realize, yeah. oh, wow, like it keeps going. Like there's no. Yeah, we. We slowly just got used to it. Like we just get more and more used to it. To it has created, and it's created a, I mean, I don't know if you do this in your therapy sessions, but I know I have, I have. Um, and my, then my doctor told me that um, it has now become a common, I don't know if it's a psycho, I don't know what the psychological term is, but people in general have become anxietal, um, not on, you know, fearful, s- depressed, because of politics, because of what has been going on there, they are they were like constantly anxious. Con- yeah. And, and, and so it's become a thing. It's like a real actual psychological thing. They're meeting. There's a fucking, they're in conventions about it. Like the psychiatrist association yeah. of America is like, we got to yeah. get on this. Yeah. Our patients are all going crazy. Talking everybody's, about Trump. Yeah. Everybody's lost their yeah. fucking minds. As Lisa Rinna said, it gave me PTSD. This has given me PTSD. <laughs> yeah. No, but it is, it's one of those things. It's Seriously. like, right. Like, the right, the rights that we have that nobody else have, like what a like this, what an amazing principle these this country was built on, and um, now it's just we're forced to pay attention to politics. Like, wait, what? Like we're supposed to go and live our lives. We're supposed yeah, to be we want to just right? ignore like, it. To, like we have this beautiful country, but we have to fucking now watch every day what's going on in our government. It's like you guys were supposed to take care of that. Yeah, you are our representatives. You're supposed to take care of that. And now we have to watch yeah. every day. Yeah, and we have to get furious and sad and depressed, yep. like you said, because it's like, well, we can't go live our lives because we're scared that their lives are going to be taken away somehow. Well, we're reverting back to fucking 1776, and the whole reason that the stupid and I, you know, founding fathers or whatever, but that was a group of people who were trying to just, you know, get their shit together, not be controlled and blah, blah, whatever. And they dealt with it. And then we were supposed to just live in that, in the constitution and the dream of democracy because they literally did it. They did it. And now it's coming back around when a group of fucking men, sorry, white men, white men, again, are coming around with their bullshit and trying to ruin everybody's fucking lives. And, and now we all have this. to deal with it. But see, like, guys, and, and you probably got this. I, I'm a white dude, right? I know. Like, I don't. No, 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 no. No, I'm not standing up for white dudes. I'm, I'm Listen, literally we're going, two Karens. We I, had to live through yeah, that. Yeah, we're Karens. I'm literally saying that, like, I sometimes, that's why I find it so fantastical, because I've never felt threatened by minorities. I've never, I, I realized, like, my privilege. I'm not, like bragging about it or like that but i realize like i realize that my yeah. story on t- television and film have been stole, told a billion times i've had representation everywhere from the moment i was born but also i'm not threatened i'm like yeah man let's see every story i like all like i don't really have yeah. these and that's the part that that i know this sound makes me sound really stupid that's the part that's hard for me to accept is that you're like oh fuck people really do hate other people like people really do they threatened and they genuinely have are yeah. racist people genuinely and yeah are. and that's, and that's really yeah that's yeah and that's definitely bummer. where the that's why psychosis this podcast sucks yeah 
And it's because you you really five stars, you guys rated five stars. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't you want to pretend or or be in denial. Like no, half my family's not disgusting. Oh wait, I guess they are. Like half this world isn't disgusting. Oh right. Oh the woman just got her fucking murdered in Iran because she took her was wearing yeah. her stupid fucking headdress wrong. And now we're watching. You know, and it's great and it's exciting and it's important, but I don't want to see women in the street having to do that again because they because they didn't cover their hair and we're still here. I do want to say something it was oh. funny that you mentioned true crime, um, because I remember when they were like when Trump, whatever, they're talking everybody got obsessed with him being a narcissist and we all became experts on narcissism and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and we all had to go, am I a narcissist? And then to me, I said, yeah, you probably are. But the, the, the thing that they described it, someone described it this way where in every scenario the person looks, they see only themselves. So if somebody's walking across the street, they look at it, it's them walking across the street. It was this mm. specific. So I've just been watching all true crime because I can't be happy unless I see young girls being like murdered and stuff and then never lulls being you, solved. Lulls you to sleep. Yeah. yeah, and never get solved and it's fine. Um, and Keith Morrison fucking bugging on. And so, and I love yeah. our, our, our tendency now as Americans, we sexualize even Keith Morrison. We're like, God, he's sexy. Yeah. Like, Tell me about that. Tell me about that woman being murdered. Yeah. yeah you know, and I like tweeted it's this like casual comment about where's the day, all the Dateline Palm Springs. Cause obviously there's 9,000 gay guys in the fields and the, the, the <laughs> desert of Palm Springs and the guy, not Keith, but the other guy, the like bruiser guy. <laughs> tweets ah! me back i didn't even tag him oh i know who you're talking about uh uh, uh not um uh, not, I, I not dan quinontes or whatever no, no, his no, name no, no, is no no that, no no he's abc i know oh. who, exactly who you're talking about it's and he like does search voice. he searches yeah. for dateline uh things on twitter i know that he responded he's like i'm in palm springs right now i'm like all right follow like i couldn't believe it. i was like what is he searching his own shit but anyway okay so because i'm obsessed and i'm doing this shit and the guy fucking tweets me back and i'm like all up my own ass I watched, there's something about Pam. I don't oh, know if you've Renee watched Zellweger. this. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So Pam, one thing that you said was that it all becomes like fodder. That show, it's a scripted show. Renee Zellweger's in a fat suit. There's clips of Dateline. I recommend it personally. Um, <laughs> my mom couldn't get through it. I, while I was watching it, I was like, this really happened. And they're making this a lightweight comedy. Like it's so fucking dark that they're turning this into a comedy, number one, because it's not a comedy. And I kind of like, I'm taking issue with that. Dear Renee, dear <laughs> at Renee Zellweger, um, your fat suit, number one. Number two, don't make that a comedy. So the other thing is that mm. Pam is so fucking obnoxious. And in the show, she walks into the courtroom and every juror has Renee Zellweger's face. And then the judge has Renee Zellweger's oh. face and then everyone in the audience. And it was like, I was like, oh my God, it's just like Trump. And they took the thing of Trump. And it's like, when you say he's just like Kanye, I know that's, that's how Pam is too. And there's something about Pam and what it is, is that she's just like Trump. But that's what the narcissism is. It's like, it's, that's just those people. That's that specific yeah. thing. And it's Josh, Josh Mankiewicz. That's it. Josh, Josh yeah. fucking Mankiewicz. Yeah. Uh, Listen, host. Yeah. yeah. I recommend people go on. He'll he'll find you. He'll find you. Find you. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I I I I I don't know. Like I I I used to. Have, I I want to have hope. I don't know. I want to have hope. I I just it's just weird. It's like now we're going to ramp up to midterms again. We're going to have this thing. I don't think there's going to be anything explosive. And also speaking of Jenny Thomas, so they interview interviewed her finally. She agreed to be interviewed. 
And for some reason, they didn't put her under oath. They let her do it without being under oath. So it's like, why the fuck are you going to interview her for three hours and she does not have to swear on a, but like, like even that is just like, what, a, like why she wouldn't agree to that? Like, I want to know everything. And it, it's like <laughs> the fact that this How's lady is married to a Supreme court justice. I mean, like one of the most again, corrupt, but they're, yep. they, that's what I'm saying. There's bizarreness everywhere. And we're everywhere. just so used to the bizarre yep. that we don't even we don't yep. take care of these we're just like well that happens like yep. crazy things happen and it's strange that there's no consequences for any of them and i feel like in being cynical i i feel like because they are all elected that they they're in some weird you know decrepit corrupt fraternity sorority where they're like okay well we don't want to put xyz on blast for giving the tours because then they're going to put me on blast for sleeping with my mistress in the hallway or whatever i mean I know, yeah, every, know nobody's above board. Like everybody's yeah. messed up. And I don't understand why they aren't saying who it is when we know they know they're letting, you know, a Supreme court justice's wife get away with that. There's zero consequences for anything. And that's why it's like, they're all protecting each other. I don't, and, I, 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 that's what I think. I mean, I don't know why us, the audience, you go on Twitter and you see people making like memes about like, you know, like it's like a funny housewife show. And I'm just like, this is fun. Like, we're, <laughs> Like it sometimes gets so frustrating because you're like, guys, we can't even, we have to make everything a big joke. We have to, right. like, that's me saying that, who makes everything a joke, you know? But I know that at the end of the day, the only thing anyone can do is vote. And it's like, if oh, you're I thought not- you were going to say love. I thought you were going to say love. Love, love. Oh, it's <laughs> love, love, love and laugh. Live, live laugh, laugh, love. <laughs> light and love. Light and peace. Light and <laughs> I mean, really, the only way to get rid of Marjorie Taylor Greene is to not vote for her. The only way to not have Herschel Walker is to not vote for him. And I don't, and that's where I go. The fact that fucked. he's up a point, we're the fucked. fact that Herschel Walker is up a point, like we, like, it is weird. Like Trump originally said, like, I could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue. And I believe be he fun, could, you know, like, I believe and, he and, could. And, like, and now like, I mean, like, that's why I'm just like, wow, like what's going on here? Is there, I was like, was there a meeting that I didn't attend about what actually is happening right now? Because <laughs> For me, I'm like, well, that's a no-brainer. That guy's an idiot. Like, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. That yeah. guy's an idiot. And it makes it's like, it even sadder that's in Georgia. Georgia is one of the, the he heavens on in America <laughs> for for. I mean, it really is. I I Old love Lady it. Gang. Yeah. Yeah. Phaedra, all, I love it with all my heart. I mean, love Savannah, love Atlanta, love the small towns. It's just to. I wish it was in. I wish it was in Mississippi. Said with all due and all love to our Miss to Mississippi <laughs> listeners, like just anywhere. Like I hate that it's there. I hate that it that it's well here. So we, divided and, it looks, there. and it's a perfect almost example of. And I don't know. It's Raphael Warnock, who's who was a who is a pastor, who is who is a man of his actual faith, who seems to be telling the truth. He wants to do good. He's he's he he just checks all the boxes you'd yeah. think, particularly for people of faith, uh, you know, religious people, and then Herschel Walker, <laughs> who's talking? Yeah, who's, what box is he checking? He's not people checking that like football. Any the, that's it. People who like football, <laughs> but who pretend that they're into family values, traditional values, Christian values, pro life, whatever. But he's none of those things. Meanwhile, Raphael Warnock is all of those things. But yes, is he pro-choice? Sorry about it. But like, it, I, 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 that's I, where I'm. I, I mean, know. at some point, it's like just throwing your hands up in the air. And that's, and that, and you can't, yeah. and that's the thing I have to keep reminding myself, don't get that way. Don't get that way. Vote, uh, you know, like keep, 
keep doing that. Hopefully things will all work out in the end. Like I don't, I mean, I, I, I need to believe that, but I'm just so tired of having to pay attention to this. I have to watch so many housewife shows and then I have to watch news and stuff. Like, you know, like I'm saying, and then, by the way, sometimes the news is more intense than the housewife show. And I'm like, let's just get back to like trying to go to space and shit. So before yeah. we let you go, Ryan, you, we know you have to go t- tell us like officially what you think what is going to happen on and after the 13th with the final public hearing from the committee for January 6th. I think they're going to do a summation. I think you're going to hear new testimony. You'll probably hear more about that information, about the text messages and coordinating and the coordinated efforts of people like the Oath Keepers with the White House. Uh, We might get uh, Jenny Thomas and a couple of other people that they've interviewed over the last couple of months. Um, I don't predict any bombshells. I hope I'm wrong. But I feel like they've fumbled this a lot. So I don't feel like they're going to like have a strong finish. And it'll be really curious. I'm just curious how the news is going to play up leading to it the day before they usually leak what is going to be said. So on the 12th, we'll know what probably is going to happen and what is said. And and hopefully they, but nothing's going to happen. This is a warning to America. And sadly, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully people tune in, but there's probably a lot of other good TV on that night. So <laughs> it, it really depends. <laughs> and do you think anyone, I mean, anyone from this, there's two two people that have already quit the Secret Service that were involved with Trump. We know the Secret Service was somehow involved. Yeah, with these I mean, groups. guys, the Secret Service have opinions too. They can be crazy too. Just because, <laughs> like, that's what they, like, people don't realize Secret Service, just because they have a title Secret Service doesn't mean they don't have crazy opinions themselves. Like, come on. And they and they were two of them of that were involved with Trump anyway. The head of the Secret Service and then the main Trump guy have quit. A guy literally died, Trump's personal bodyguard, yesterday mysteriously in the Secret. Oh, Service. is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, it could have been today. They they announced it like this morning that he his dad Ooh, announced you... it on Facebook. <sighs> so they're dropping like flies. So we're not going to see any. Are we going to see any? I like to see a, a high profile arrest. Will we see anything such mm. as? No, I mean, I would yeah. have loved if they could have found a way to tie this into Mar-a-Lago and all of that uh. stuff. Like, cause guys, that's how crazy this world is. Like, I, I just forgot about Mar-a-Lago up until this moment. Cause yeah. I mean, like, I was like, oh yeah, there's that whole other thing fucking going on with the documents. <laughs> just this, all crazy. this week, Trump, Trump then, like it's been months now, guys, it's been months. And Trump just this week goes, I want him back. Give him back. Yep. I need him back. You t- like he finally that's what he comes out with. We still don't have a definitive answer from his lawyers or from like of what the hell was going on in the first place, but so many crazy things are happening right now. It's so hard to focus on which one to pay attention mm-hmm. to. But only regular people will be arrested. Everyone else yeah. will be free way, or we're, suicided. We're probably mm-hmm. going to jail. That's yeah, it's exactly. probably going to be us. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Ryan. Before you go, tell our 14 listeners where oh, they can find you, troll you, stalk you, and hear you. Lightly, just lightly troll me though, because I'm sensitive. Uh, so bad is good with Ryan Bailey. It's a daily podcast. Uh, we discover reality shows, pop culture, a lot of silliness, a lot of family stories, things like that. Just subscribe, give it a shot. You can pick and choose and there's timestamps because they're long form. So just go to the segment that you like and it's easy as that. And if you don't like it, just keep on moving and I totally get it and and leave it five stars if you do like it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Well, we give well, you five stars. You're five stars in our heart, Ryan. We love you. Thank you so much for being on. And I can't believe I, I I'm so no, I just I can't believe I get to talk to you guys like you. I, I, I watched you guys like I mean, you guys are like, I love you guys. Thank you so much for talking to me. Good yeah, luck at BravoCon. Okay, bye.
Now it's time for So There's That. Right, so this is the part of the show where I read a recycled intro and Julie finds a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the diarrhea toilet Republicans, the terrorist QAnon cunts, the calculated corporate climate killers, and the vindictive virtue signaling liberal losers. <laughs> we are all somewhere on that spectrum fighting for our side to win the battle of rights in America. And even though every week brings us closer and closer to a civil war, and we get depressed, rehashing it all with Ryan Bailey. We have you, Meow Meow, with your So There's That stories to give us hope that maybe we won't have to go to war against our weird cousins and our weird neighbors. And I already know for a fact that you've got a good one for this week. Yeah, what's I? funny is that you say that it's because of me, but it's really because of you. Because um, this is your... You fi- you've been finding them. You've been finding them. Now... I will say this. As a person who has dabbled in the dark arts of drug abuse, uh, Mm. I was very excited when you, Brandy, yourself, she herself, the headmistress of Hogwarts School of Drug Use and (laughs) Bitchery, came correct with yet another beacon of light in the world of politics and lifestyles of the we're going to die soon and we're all living on borrowed time and it's all about being rich, fuck being famous, TV series hosted by Robin Leach. Now... I've tried it all. And for a good solid 10 years, I mean all those trying to be rich and famous or drugs, drugs. Oh, okay. Now I've tried um, all of them. And for a good solid 10 years, I was a weed enthusiast who turned professional. Then on one fateful trip, it turned and I vowed to never smoke or take weed in any form again. You got kicked out of the, yeah, you got kicked out of the national um, Olympic association for weed. I got kicked out. Your professional career went down the toilet. It went down the toilet (laughs) in a, in a puff of smoke. (laughs) Uh, Now, I then vowed never to smoke or take weed in any form again until, of course, on an outing with Brandy slash you, she forced us into an overdose situation and we almost died at Melissa Etheridge's house. Now, after that, I have, of course, gone back to it. Because um, <laughs> we do all the drugs, my man. Right. Um, I don't, but we don't I'm not a it. person who loves it that much, really. I mean, we I'll do like it or whatever. Any, any of the drugs. Yeah, we that's do. true. None we of them are fun. Them all. You're right. They're all hideous. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't know. It's like sometimes for going, whatever. For whatever reason, I'll do it. I'll do it. And it's, and that's the whole thing. It's my decision, my choice. Okay. Yeah. I'm pro choice. Your body. Now, um, we even did mushrooms at the Magic Castle. It's like you're there, you're high as a kite, and you feel nauseous i don't even know why we do it so um (laughs) now the thing with marijuana is that i might not love it in the way that someone else loves it but some people love it like it's a lifestyle it is their identity like they are they live it they love it they learn it they they're it's everything to them Now, marijuana, much like cigarettes, and I mean not for nothing, opium and other such drugs that come from the earth, have been used in medications for centuries and also for recreational use. Now, for whatever reason, every government practically on the planet has some bug up their asshole about the recreational use of drugs. They pretend it's because they care about you getting addicted or dying or getting in an accident or whatever the actual fuck. 
I think we can all agree this is gaslighting at the highest level. Highest level. Because if you become addicted, that's on you. Now, I think we can all agree this gaslighting bullshit exists because of wanting power over people and because the fact exists that human beings can become addicted. It is a truth. It's the same truth as the fact that uh, an abortion is killing something. What it's killing, we don't really know for sure, but it's not a fucking full human being with a brain and a consciousness. We know that. Okay? Okay? (laughs) Now, can certain drugs or being addicted lead to other crimes and crimes lead to other people getting hurt. And from those other people getting hurt, there's more hurt and there's more violence. And then we've got drug abuse and there's all kinds of things. And there's a cycle. Yes, that can happen. And obviously crimes are bad. But if you really cared about people committing crimes and curbing out of control behavior, you'd started with rape and you never did. So go fuck yourself. This is the world we live in. And this to me is the cornerstone of humanity. We create something, use it for our own benefit, It's good. Then it gets out of control and we have to oppress it and turn it bad, thereby having power over people. We do it with everything. We do it with people and we do it with animals. Look at the dog and cat problem in the country. We breed them. We create them. We made this problem and then we throw them in the garbage and we make them the problem. Oh, they're violent. Oh, I have to move. I can't keep my cat. I'm allergic. Go kill yourself, honestly. Oh, no, people become addicted to drugs. Yes, this is going to happen as our car accidents with cars, truck accidents with trucks, shootings with guns, rape with dicks, straight men existing. All of these things are dangerous to society and to each other. But we deal because it all exists. I mean, we get addicted to alcohol every second and we keep that around. Every and cigarettes. A crime is one thing and that needs to be addressed. Now, obviously, prison is an utter fucking failure. And of course, there needs to be consequences to your hurtful actions. And man devised the prison system, which has always favored the very rich, very powerful. It it's just it's become corrupt. It was started corrupt. It's a total fail. But that's a whole other topic of conversation. But until we fix the real law and order problem, we are stuck with this shitty system. And that's not to say that violence and thievery cannot go unchecked. True crimes, real crimes. If you think about it, there's two tiers violence and thievery it should not go unchecked it needs to be in fact checked so fine but our system of justice has made us all believe that your addiction or your recreation is also a crime and you are a criminal and if your thievery stems from your addiction then clearly you need help but your addiction i'm saying this is coming from me is not the fucking crime sorry And we as a society have treated drug use, users, and sellers as criminals for far too long. In my opinion, all drugs should be legal and regulated, and the only crime associated with it will be what you choose to do with it while you're doing it. You drive drunk, that's the crime. Being drunk, that is not a crime. Get it? Great. Drug use has been criminalized, and we now have a prison system inundated with drug sellers and users. And of course, the prison system was making money hand over fist, mainly from people of color, poor people, and those who just have some shitty fucking luck. They're sitting in there for selling marijuana. Marijuana! And sit in jail for 25 years. Even two, even a day is too long. There's people in there for over 30 years for selling marijuana. Now, as we know, in many a state, marijuana has become illegal and there's all dispensaries and shit. I mean, in L.A. alone, every other door is a dispensary. Meanwhile, in Mississippi, you can get arrested and thrown in jail for God knows how long. 
People have been fighting the marijuana fight for years, and it's just fucking sad. Like, people's lives are destroyed for being made a criminal because of weed, marijuana, shit you can fucking grow, and then you just fucking... You can literally grow it in your fucking bedroom <laughs> You can grow... Come like, on. it's so dumb. And what happens when you get high on marijuana? You fucking eat, you get fat, you <laughs> sleep late, and paranoid. Who cares? Nothing. You don't get... I'm telling you this, people who are smoking pot aren't the ones picking up guns and shooting up schools. They're not. Well, you know who agrees? <laughs> Jojo. Jojo Biden signed an executive order to pardon citizens and lawful permanent residents convicted of simple marijuana possession under federal law and D.C. statute. Simple possession occurs when a person has a small amount of a substance on their person or available for their own use. That means you don't have enough to like to signify an intent to sell it. Right. It's just clearly like for you to use that night. Or right. Like wherever. I have an eighth and I'm just going to do it myself. Yeah. Or even just a, like a Less little, little bit of in a pipe right. that you're taking with you to work or right. an edible or whatever. The New York Times reported that the pardons will affect about Sykes. Si- 6,500 6, people convicted of simple marijuana possession between 1992 and 2021 under federal law, as well as thousands more under D.C. code. Now, that's a comparatively small number. Most convictions for simple possession occur under state and local laws. According to the ACLU, there were 8.2 million marijuana arrests between 2001 and 2010. 8.2 million. 88% of them were for simply having marijuana. The federal government often charges marijuana cases as conspiracies, meaning, oh, there was God. A, meaning there was an agreement between two or more people to violate a federal drug law rather than simple possession. Biden's presidential authority is limited to using pardons for federal convictions. He cannot overturn a record for a marijuana offense at the state or local level. Because they're doing it on a conspiracy thing, their charges are usually more than on a state level. That's right. So that's at least good, even though it's only 6,500 people, apparently out of 8 million. <laughs> um, it's th- a start. And yeah, it, the and, thing about it, yes, it's a start. And they're taking away a conspiracy charge. Now, and meanwhile, don't catch me getting a federal offense because I'll be like this. I found that shit. I didn't make an agreement with anybody. I found it on the floor of the airport. Well, here's the great thing. Biden urged governors to do as he did and review marijuana possession convictions at a state and local level as well. Some governors were far ahead of him. Who do you think's already done it? Sleazeball. Love you. Old used car salesman hair. Gavin Newsom. And guess who else? Colorado's. Small poking Uh-oh. Jared Bullis. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He loves that dick. <laughs> He's already issued pardons for low-level cannabis convictions. Also in his state, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker expunged nearly half a million marijuana arrest records and pardoned thousands more at the end of 2020. However, under the Federal Controlled Substances Act, marijuana is classified as a Schedule One illegal drug with no medical uses on par with heroin and LSD. It is above fentanyl, which is Schedule oh Two. God. Rescheduling marijuana is one of Biden's presidential campaign promises, apparently. I don't even know he's that. He's done a ton of stuff already. I can't even yeah. believe this. Yeah. So he's on the fucking marijuana train trying to get it done. Biden's calling for a review of marijuana, the new schedule, so that it can dramatically reshape federal policy and ultimately clear the way for legalization. But only if it is removed from the law entirely, not just rescheduled as a Schedule II drug. So he's starting from ground zero and he is working to get it legalized. 
The level of people in prison for just marijuana use alone is unacceptable and ridiculous and stupid and just cruel. Jojo knows it. He's evolved over so much time about drugs, particularly even with his own drug addict son. And we can get into Shout his... Shout out, Hunter. <laughs> and we can get into his tough on crime bullshit anytime you want. But I'm focusing on Jojo of today. And even if you think it's a stunt queen move for the midterms, I don't care. And neither do the 6,500 people released from prison who can start a new life. This is awesome. It's exciting. It's karmically positive. I fucking love this. And this makes me love Jojo more and more and more. His empathy, his understanding, his listening, his evolving is something we should all aspire to. In addition, I'm so happy for everyone who's getting released from prison for their fucking marriage. Marijuana ways. I read a story about a guy who got released after 25 years for marijuana. That's like finding a pack of cigarettes in someone's pocket and arresting them and putting them in jail for 25 years. I hope they get back to their lives and I hope they get money too. We, that's a whole other thing. But this, this to me, this to me, this is what freedom is. This is exactly what freedom is. And that's why this is so exciting. And this is what being a Democrat is. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. I'm so glad we're done. <laughs> we love you all so much and we're so grateful for all 14 of you. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week. It's $2 for two podcasts a week. There's no politics. There's no ads. There's no structure. There's no stress. We don't put any work into it. Um, it's just completely... We have fun. We love doing it. It's going to get even better and funner and easier for us now in our new place. Mm -hmm. It's just nothing but fucking positive vibes ahead with all negative, cynical, sarcastic, bitchy, druggy energy. But we're excited to move forward. Um, our Patreon is where it is fucking at for us. And the best part about it is that when you join, you will never have to hear us pressure you to join the Patreon again on the Patreon. <laughs> if nothing else, you'll be distracted from your own life thinking about how annoying and problematic we are. <laughs> we post two separate hour-long podcasts every week. And if you want to hear one, there's a link to a free episode of our Patreon podcast in the description of this episode. Or you can go to our website, julieandbrandy.com. And there's a button on the bottom of every page that says... Click to listen to a free episode of our Patreon podcast. If you like it and you decide to join, you can import our Patreon podcast into whatever app you're listening to this podcast on, like Apple Podcasts or Google or whatever. Or you can listen to them right there on Patreon.com, where you can like and comment on the episodes. And on Patreon.com, you can also message Brandy and me privately and correspond with other members of our Patreon family. But you got to join if you want to be part of the group. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a review. Um, we'd like to get 2,300 by 2,023. We were at 2,265 last week, Meow Meow. And now we're at 2,269. Wow. So cold brew review, podcast love 420, and two anonymous people were the only ones to respond to our desperate thirst begging for reviews. Well, they're probably the only people who listened to the podcast all the way through and made it to the end. Exactly. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And, and Ryan, Ryan Bailey. Bailey. Hey-oh! <laughs> 
How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme, maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal, we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. Transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame so I'll remove the cause <laughs> But not the symptom 